guy. Hello, friends. Uh, today is Friday, April 1st. I'm your host, Double B, and from the Pondside Studios, uh, this is the Fuck That Guy podcast, or FTG. Uh, welcome back, old-time listeners, and uh, welcome aboard to any new listeners. Just a reminder uh, to those of you who have listened before, and a education, I suppose, about uh, what the Fuck That Guy podcast is about. It's about those things that catch you in a manner, on a certain light, that make you kind of go, what? Hold on. Fuck that guy. Or gal. Equal opportunity here. Um, I guess you'll notice uh, from some of my previous episodes, and maybe even from some of my stories tonight, that oftentimes the G in the FTG is about me. And uh, anybody interested, um, you can follow me on Twitter at FTGuyPodcast. Uh, that's at FTGuyPodcast. Sorry it's been so long again, friends. Um, you know, life life gets in the way sometimes. I really... Uh, had meant meant to uh, record before this weekend, but you know, you know how it goes. Uh, some of the reasons for my delay, uh, you can probably hear it in my voice today. The allergies I've been dealing with turned into a sinus infection <clears throat> a while back. Uh, I was diagnosed. I went to an allergist, and I was diagnosed as being uh, allergic to cedar trees. I think cypress trees and mold. And I know there's not a lot of cypress trees around here. But in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, where I live, uh, you look outside and there are just tons of uh, cedar trees. So I guess the first trees to pollinate in the year, uh, which is about now, uh, would be cedar trees. So I've been struggling with that. I am on a course of uh, injections where I hope over time uh, these injections will think they they grow in strength or the amount of allergens in it and eventually what what I hope is I can go outside and roll around in a cedar tree and uh, not get allergic reaction to it and sometimes you know a guy gets a little bit drunk and he rolls around in trees so that'll be uh, one less thing for me to worry about Uh, if you can believe it or not I I did sound even worse than I do now Uh, this has been going on for probably three weeks to a month I finally went to a doctor got some antibiotics now I'm doing a litany of other allergy stuff, uh, but I still feel kind of shitty. But I guess uh, at least those pesky STDs will be kept in check. I kid, I kid, no STDs here. You know, I really was going to record last week, and uh, what had happened was my wife went to Omaha to hang out with her sister and left me in town with our three dogs. Now, don't get me wrong, I love our dogs. They are members of our family, uh, just like having kids, right? I know a lot of you people out there probably have pets. Um, we have three of them, and I believe Abby, she's a black lab. Uh, she, we call her, she's like a horse. She's huge. She's about eight or nine years old. Uh, Sadie, she's a rescue from the pound. We're not quite sure what she is. Uh, she's about four. And then we just got Stella uh, a little bit ago. She's a Brittany, and I believe she's like five months old. So, you know, with my wife being gone, these fucking dogs were just at my side constantly. You know, the unconditional love of a pet is great, but when you're trying to uh, to do something, like put out a podcast, it's it's next to impossible. Not only were they by my side uh, constantly, but Abby has the worst fucking habit of every five minutes she wants out. And she's kind of old, like I said, and so her joints hurt. She's got a little bit of arthritis and uh, hip dysplasia. So she'll sit there and look at you from across the room and just fucking start whining. And it just grates on your on your last nerve. So once she starts whining, I yell at her, like, go by the door if you want out. So she goes by the door, 
she starts barking, which sets off Sadie barking, which sets off Stella barking. And it wouldn't be so bad if they would go outside and stay outside, but no, they want to come in and go out and come in and go out, and it drives me fucking crazy. Uh, another part of that uh, equation is, you know, Sadie will go out, do her business real quick, come back in. Uh, Stella goes out there, you know, she's a puppy, so she kind of just chills out for a while. Well, she'll come in, and I'll yell at Abby, like, come on, let's go. And she'll just look at me like, nah, not coming in, right? So the other two dogs are in, just get ready to sit down. Two fucking seconds later, Abby's at the door barking, okay? I know as a pet owner, it is my duty to let them in and let them out. With this constant in, out, in, out. It's enough to drive a guy fucking crazy. So, uh, finally got the dogs to bed tonight. My wife is home. Uh, but Abby was whining about five minutes before I started to record. And I made her go to bed. So, hopefully, uh, you don't uh, figure out that I paused this to uh, let a dog in and out ten different times. So, uh, as you may have guessed, uh, with the way I'm bitching and moaning uh, about tonight, uh, this episode is going to be another rants episode. Like a rants 2.0 did one last year in the inaugural season, and, and it had a pretty good turnout. You know, I asked my Twitter followers and any uh, listeners about anything that pisses them off. So I think uh, that's where we'll go tonight. So, uh, you know, my first issue lately is my anxiety, right? Um, I'm always nervous about what's what's coming down the pike, what's going to happen. And I mean, fuck, dude. I mean, we just go from a pandemic, you know, like the world has not seen for what? since 1918, 1917, we finally get to where that's calming down, and now we're on the precipice of World War fucking three. I mean, come on, fuck. Let's calm the fuck down, you know. Um, I grew up as a child of the 70s and 80s. Uh, back then, we were always worried about nuclear war. Uh, maybe I was a little... I guess I would say naive, but, but you know, we were taught about the, the Ruskies, uh, USSR, and the Cold War, and there was always an you know underlying fear that we may get into a nuclear war scenario, and basically that's the end of the world. Uh, just watch the movie uh, War Games to kind of give you a feel for that. And, you know, and when the USSR was uh, disassembled or broken up uh, around December 31st of 1991, uh, you know, the threat of nuclear war seemed to evaporate. And now look where we're at. Well, fuck, you know. Well, these fucking world leaders out there would just live, you know, let us people live in peace. You know, I I know what Russia's doing is wrong. And um, I just don't understand it, why why people got to fucking, always got to be at war. It, it gets a little tiresome. So, so yeah, my, uh, my, my fucking anxiety has been through the roof. And, you know, another thing that's, that's led it to, to be that way is uh, inflation. I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, in the last year, year and a half, everything is just so much more expensive uh, than it had been, you know, from gas to groceries uh, to building materials to anything and everything. And and I tell you what, I'm a, I'm a little concerned because I don't think we've even, you know, reached the tip of the iceberg as far as, as inflation goes. I I got it in the back of my mind that it's going to get way worse. If it ever gets better, I don't know. Um, so I guess all I can do is go to work and maybe not spend as much money on stupid shit and, you know, just take care of what I can take care of. And speaking of, of inflation and costing extra, uh, one of my Twitter followers and friends, uh, Mike on the Mike, uh, he is can be found at Personal and Foul on Twitter, uh, he says, yeah, I owe postage of 58 cents. He goes, 
the Fuck That Guy podcast is the real Fuck That Guy podcast material. Uh, and he goes on to say, it's okay, we don't like our mailman, so we're going to pay him in pennies. Um, he says, thanks for the koozie and the stickers. And he says, uh, basically what he's talking about is I sent him a, a FTG koozie and a sticker. And I put a stamp on there, and the, and the stamp really didn't have a dollar or a, you know, a monetary amount. It just said forever. So I thought I would just put that stamp on there and be good. But apparently he owed 58 cents. And <laughs> sorry, Mike. Um, but I am glad you're able to use that against the mailman you don't like. And, you know, speaking of the koozie and stickers, if there's anybody out there who would like one, um, I will send you one. You just have to follow me or reach out to me through DM on Twitter. Again, that's at FT Guy Podcast. Uh, I will send you a sticker, a koozie, or one of each, or, you know, whatever you want. And I will try not to cost you any money. So, uh, as Mike and the Mike will tell you, I, I cannot make any promises, okay? Um, you know, speaking of money problems... One of the other things that really pisses me off lately is I'm really sick of all these rich fuckers out there who are trying to talk to us, quote-unquote, peasants. Uh, they're trying to get us through these tough economic times, you know, and they're kind of condescending. And, and three that I'm going to, to focus on in particular are Bill Gates, Rob Capito, and Teresa Gilarducci. Do not know if I'm pronouncing that right or wrong, but in a minute you'll know why I chose her. Uh, first is Bill Gates. Um, you know, he's he's the computer uh, software inventor. He seems to be involved in a litany of, of items, uh, you know, like, like fucking vaccines. Like, what the fuck does he know about vaccines? You know, fuck that guy for that alone. But, uh, you know, in, in terms of the current financial situation, um, you know, Bill Gates owns over 242,000 acres of farmland you know, in 19 states throughout the United States. And what he said in a recent interview with Technology Review, uh, I guess it's a magazine or something, Gates, is, Gates discussed his new book uh, called How to Avoid a Climate Disaster, in which he emphasizes the benefits of rich nations uh, producing and moving to 100% synthetic beef. S fake cows, fake fucking meat, what the fuck? You know, fuck that. And, and in this uh, article, he, you know, I'll quote him. He says, I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef, Gates said. Uh, when asked about how countries can help to reduce methane emissions when it comes to food production, uh, he says, and I quote, you can get used to the taste difference. And, and they claim is they're going to make the taste even better over time. Uh, the, he then says the move will help combat methane emissions produced by livestock. So, uh, hey, fucko, here's something else so we'll cut down on methane. Shut the fuck up. I don't care what you want us to eat, what you don't want us to eat. Quit fucking with this shit, right? Tired of these rich fuckers trying to tell us what to do. Now, Rich Capito, um, what he is, he's the president of a company called BlackRock. Um, it's the world's largest asset management company, and currently they have more than $10 trillion in assets under management. Jesus Christ, that's, I can't even imagine that kind of money. You know, if I had a million dollars next to them, they would fucking laugh at me, right? So uh, what, what, he, what I'm mad about him is he's calling uh, us common folk uh, an entitled generation, and we are about to face some life lessons from soaring consumer prices. And recently at a rich prick conference in Austin, Texas, he said, and I quote, for the first time, this generation is going, going to go into a store and they're not going to be able to get what they want. 
and we have a very entitled generation that has never had to sacrifice. Will you tell me, Rob Capito, how fucking entitled am I compared to you? You work for a company that has $10 trillion in fucking assets, and I'm the problem because I can't go to the store and get fucking beef that's not too expensive. I can't go to the fucking gas station and buy a tank full of gas for half of what I fucking paid for just two years ago. Fuck you, Rob Capito, and fuck you rich fuckers at BlackRock for having all that goddamn money. Fucking sick of it. You have no fucking idea what the common man and woman go through. And I'm not even that that bad off. You know, I'm middle class, but I think what's going to happen is eventually you rich motherfuckers are going to wipe the middle class out, and so it's us versus you. I think that's what your aim is, and I say fuck you, Rob Capito, and people like you. I had to take a drink to wet my whistle after that little bit there. Tito's, good uh, <clears throat> good old uh, American vodka made in Texas. Uh, now next to Teresa Gallarducci, or Dushi. Uh, what she did is she wrote an editorial for Bloomberg News. It was called, uh, Inflation Stings Most If You Earn Less Than 300000 and Here's How to Deal. Now, Gallarducci, uh, she's a professor of economics at the New School of Social Research, which is a private university in New York City. Uh, In her article, she explains that inflation, uh, especially soaring gas prices, would do much less harm to Americans who earn more than $289,000 per year. And then she says, for those uh, near the median income of around $50,000 or less, decisions will be much harder. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. How'd you fucking pull that one out of your ass? And you're a fucking professor? Jesus fucking Christ. You know, and then Dengard, who uh, suggests uh, a ways to save money uh, for us fucking poor folk, right? <clears throat> she says we can take public transport instead of driving, okay? Uh, we can buy slash eat meat substitutions like lentils and vegetables or the fucking gate meat, gates meat, no. <laughs> or uh, she says avoid buying items in bulk, which makes no sense to me. Typically, you buy things in bulk and it uh, is cheaper, right? Uh, Then she says to avoid unnecessary charges and to avoid medical expenses for our pets. Well, Teresa Gallardici, or whatever the fuck your name is, fuck you. Now, a little bit ago, I may have bitched about my pets, but guess what? I love them. They're my family members, and if I can uh, do something to help them, I'm going to. So, uh, rich fuckers, uh, just leave us alone. But after all, I guess not not all economic news is bad lately. Uh, Congress... Congress recently voted uh, to give all federal employees, I believe, a 21% pay increase. God damn, that's great for those for those folks. You know, Jesus Christ, 21%. I probably haven't got a 21% raise in the last four years combined. But hey, you know, good for those folks. But uh, where where do you suppose that that 21% comes from? Hmm. I bet it's from taxes. Ooh, I bet I get to pay for them fucking raises. Well, that's fucking great. Thank you, government. Now, another Twitter follower, uh, the heart of Huskerland, uh, who can be found at Huskerland blog on Twitter. Uh, thanks for submitting. He tells this story of a woman uh, in front of him at the store who was literally yelling at the cashier for how he was handling her credit card. Uh, she goes, it's my credit card, and I don't want it sliding in and out like that. <laughs> and to which another uh, follower Dr. Kool-Aid Donkey, MD, at Corrupted Donkey on Twitter, he replies, people suck. I'd hand her the card and tell her to leave. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with people, how rude they are. I mean, how the fuck are you supposed to work a credit card? Like, why doesn't that fucking customer slide it themselves? Why don't they do the fucking tap option on their card? Why don't they just chill the fuck out? 
tired of people treating people that are in the service industry or the people that show up to any job. I'm tired of people treating them like shit. Most of you motherfuckers are the entitled fucking spoiled babies that uh, maybe some of these rich people are talking about. Why don't you calm the fuck down? This is not normal times. Let's fucking get with the picture, all right? You know, in my opinion, um, big business is not the only sector in society that deals uh, with divisions, you know, the rich or the poor. Um, I believe politicians also deal in division, you know, in and of their nature in the United States, we have a two-party system, so automatically we're divided into left-leaning or right-leaning, you know, politics. Um, But I think politicians actually want us divided. I think they want us fighting each other. I think they, they don't want us to come together as a, you know, as a strong, singular unit. And I don't think I'm, I'm the only one who thinks this way. As a matter of fact, in an April 2021 commentary uh, during the men's NCAA basketball tournament, uh, Charles Barkley talked about politicians as well. Um, he said that, you know, they were promoting racial division in the country, um, saying that they're trying to make whites and blacks not like each other. You know, in the article that I found, uh, here's what Chuck said. His statement reads as follows. He says, man, I think most white people and black people are great people. So I really believe that in my heart. But I think our system is set up where our politicians, uh, whether they're Republicans or Democrats, are designed to make us not like each other so that they can keep their grasp of money and power. They divide and conquer, said Barkley, who retired from the NBA in 2000. He goes on to say, I truly believe in my heart of hearts that most white people and black people are awesome people. But we're so stupid for following our politicians, whether Republicans or Democrats, and their only job is, hey, let's make these people not like each other. We don't live in their neighborhoods. We all got the money. Let's make the whites and the blacks not like each other. Let's make rich people and poor people not like each other. Let's scramble the middle class. I truly believe that in my heart, he continued. I do too, Chuck. I fucking do too. I just don't understand why why us folks, us common folks, uh, why we are so divided, why we buy into this. Why, why can one person look at a story and only see one half of the story? And why can another person that sees the same story look at it entirely differently you know let's come together on some of these ideas and and maybe you don't have to believe like i believe i don't have to believe like you believe but let's find some common ground let's realize that we are being played by big business and by politicians you know it's, it's like another thing that pisses me off are people who do deal in absolutes you know like okay all republicans are fucking you know Q conspirators, QAnon, uh, all Trumpers are evil and racist, or like all Democrats are snowflakes uh, and whack jobs, man. Let's, let's fucking realize it's, it's not like that way. You know, people don't always have to be right. You know, people are always fighting about vaccinate, don't vaccinate, put your mask on, don't put your mask on, be a Democrat, be a Republican. Like, fuck, all I have to say is let's be fucking nice. I mean, we're all people, we're all citizens of this country, and we're just letting these people keep us apart. I don't know. You know, it took me a while to kind of wake up to that. Um, you know, through maybe the last four or five elections, I, I have voted different, differently several times. And, and in the end, it really has never mattered. I mean, we, we have to take care of each other and stop being so goddamn absolute. You know, give a little bit. You know, it's some give and take is what's needed in this world today.
one of the things lately that's made me laugh or put me in a better mood is a bracket uh, called March Mad Bracket. Uh, it's put on by a friend of mine named Meg uh, on Twitter. She goes by at Hot Husker. In uh, her March Mad Bracket uh, consists of four regions with 32 contenders. And it's pretty funny. The uh, four regions are Road Rage, uh, Pet Peeves, uh, Office Annoyances, and the last one is Personality Problems. So, uh, you know, in the Road Rage uh, region, anybody that has listened to my podcast in the past uh, knows that uh, driving uh, dipshits, something that uh, that I really grinds my gear sometimes. Um in the road rage division, she talks about uh, or wants people to vote between uh, slow drivers in the fast lane, uh, tailgaters, people who cannot merge, uh, people who cannot use roundabouts, which I see daily, uh, people who are not using their turn signals, uh, folks who text while driving, uh, personal pet peeve of mine, uh, people in these next two are funny, uh, people in front of you who are not going uh, 0.3 seconds after a light turns or getting honked at uh, for not going 0.3 seconds after a light turns. Uh, next, in the uh, pet peeves region, uh, she talks about or her choices are chronic lateness, uh, loud chewing slash drinking, uh, grocery store aisle hogs, uh, people using speaker phones in public, uh, people who talk during movies, people who use bad grammar, and grammar police. As far as the office annoyances region, um, she talks about those uh, do not use reply all in emails when necessary, or people who use reply all in uh, emails when it's unnecessary. Uh, loud talkers, uh, bad lunch smells, <laughs> bad body odor smells, uh, whistling, and foot slash pen tapping. I think we can all agree uh, we've probably either uh, encountered some of those in the office or been the cause of some of those in the office, right? I know I, I probably have done some of those. Um, in the personality problems, uh, let's see what, what let's see what Meg had here. Uh, she had uh, lazy motherfuckers. Yeah, that that's a problem. Um, overachievers, uh, fun suckers, although if you put the emphasis on that one, it could be fun suckers, like these guys are fun mother suckers, right? But I think she means that they're fun suckers, people that suck the fun out of everything, okay? Uh, people who don't take anything seriously, uh, people with inflated egos, uh, people who are constantly self-conscious, say constantly self-conscious, uh, say that eight times really fast, I'm not going to, but... You can try to do that. People who are straight-up assholes. I get it. And then the last one in that uh, region are overly nice people. Those people are fucking, uh, they're a nuisance as well. So I, I would say about uh, your your March Mad uh, bracket, Meg Bob, um, I love it. Um, I will have to go back on your Twitter feed and see who actually won, who actually won that thing. Uh, J.P. Husker, who is a... You know, a return uh, <clears throat> listener, I hope. Uh, he's a, a Twitter friend, and uh, he, you know, he supplies some, some ideas from time to time on the podcast. Um, he goes uh, by at BigRedPorter34 on Twitter. And the thing that bothers him recently, it appears, is elderly parents uh, who have medical issues but are too stubborn and do not want to go to the doctor. Um, I understand that, JP. Um, you know... 
a lot of a lot of people in particular older folks just don't want to go to the doctor i get it um as i get older i don't want to go but uh here in a week i am going to do my colonoscopy finally so uh let this be a PSA to all my uh, listeners out there around the age of 50. Um, get that shit checked out, man, especially if you've got cancer uh, in your family of uh, the colon uh, variety. I, I don't want to do it, but I have to. So uh, let's get her done. As is a common theme on the FTG podcast um, and discussed a little bit in Meg's uh, bracket, um, I still encounter shitty drivers uh, on a daily basis and... Recently, here are some of the fucking drivers that are driving me crazy. I have to call this one the flip-me-off cell phone lady. And what happened with her was we were sitting at a red light, and I believe that she was in front of me, and there were two other cars in front of her. So we were uh, in the right lane. This is a road in town where they have two lanes coming towards us and then two lanes going the other direction. So it's a four-laner, and we're in the far right lane, and we're getting ready to turn right onto another road. So the light turns green, and these two cars in front of her take off, and she's just fucking sitting there stopped. And I am just like, get off your fucking phone. You know, I just knew she had to be on her phone. So I give her a little honk. And then so we go, you know, take our right turn, and I get up next to her, and she fucking flips me off, and in the hand where she's flipping me off with is her fucking cell phone. So get off your fucking cell phone, pay the fuck attention, and fucking turn when it's your turn, or go when it's your turn. Don't be that dumb motherfucker that just sits there and makes everybody else fucking wait. Just drives me crazy. Uh, another another one, uh, it was this gal, we are stopped at a train track, and same type of scenario, the, the train goes by, the cars start going, and she just sits there and not going, so I give her a little tap on the horn to go, and first of all, she is driving a tax-exempt vehicle, which I'm assuming is something to do with the government, or maybe the college, or maybe something in town where... Had I paid attention, I could have found out who was driving it, but I didn't. So after I honk at her, her first move was not to go when it's her turn, but her first move was to flip me off. And it's like, what the fuck? I mean, we waited goddamn five to ten minutes for this motherfucking train, and you're just fucking sitting there? Let's fucking go. Stay off your fucking phone. Drives me fucking crazy. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, another, another type of driver around here in Kearney where I live, uh, in particular, are people from Four County, uh, which is Custer County. You know, um, I've lived in Omaha, so I've seen a lot of shitty drivers in my day. But these Custer County motherfuckers, uh, I don't know, man. They'll cut you off. Uh, they will get in front of you and slow down. Uh, they will come to a fucking four-way stop and they stop, which is not the problem, but they fucking roll probably, you know, a quarter to, to halfway through the stop sign before they stop. And then they fucking give the dirty look because you're wondering what the fuck's going on. And, I, you know, I've got some friends from uh, Fort County, so whenever I encounter one of these dumb fucking drivers, and I guess it is from Fort County, I chuckle because then I have to text uh, my buddy CM and just tell him how stupid his fucking county's drivers are. So, uh... And another another one I saw recently was a person going the wrong way. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'm going down the road, and it's a four-lane road, so we're heading, I think we were heading south. And this person was in a turning lane, but 
they weren't in the turning lane in in the direction that they're supposed to be. Somebody cut over like the wrong way and, and was in a turning lane coming towards traffic and i did like a double triple triple take and i don't know it probably was the four county motherfucker not knowing where they were going but uh i'm glad they didn't hit anybody and i'm glad i wasn't trying to turn because i would have drilled them but jesus christ i mean pay fucking attention man i mean come on uh you know in the past i talked about how many red light or stop sign uh runners that i see on a daily basis in my courier job uh, one day I was going to do a little bit of a an experiment uh, sitting in the parking lot of the, uh, the hospital where I frequently go into. And I know stop signs maybe in a parking lot aren't, you know, paid attention to as much as the stop signs are on the roads and the highways. But a stop sign is a motherfucking stop sign. And, I, and I'm here to tell you that... Uh, I saw probably eight or nine people just blow by these stop signs uh, in the first half hour. I fucking gave up my, uh, I gave up my little research project, and I just, I just will tell you, whether you're on a road, whether you're on a highway, whether you're in a parking lot, uh, and if there's a stop sign, uh, you better put your head on a swivel because some fuckers blow right through them, and it's, it's not isolated at all. So. Uh, now, those are some more driving people that just drive me nuts. I'm sure everybody else has their, their driving faux pas or their pet peeves, and I'm, I'm not perfect, but god damn, I see some crazy shit out there, right? Uh, you know, here, one of my other uh, Twitter followers named Husker Tedward uh, talks about, you know, in the off-season here of spring football, he says, drinking the off-season Kool-Aid isn't that bad. It's not really a fuck-that-guy thing, but he just wanted to chime in. Uh, another Twitter follower, Sir Yasua, or Yashua, uh, on Twitter, at Sir underscore Yeshua, or Yashua, I think that has something to do with religion. Um, his fuck that guy candidate goes out to this guy uh, who goes by, he's Joe in Phoenix. Um, I know a lot of you folks are not from Nebraska, so you're not involved in the politics or the uh, the Twitter fights, but this guy named Joe in Phoenix, he's he's a real tool. I don't follow him because I know he's an asshole and I don't want to get involved in that kind of shit. But uh, I asked him why Joe in Phoenix was a fuck that guy, and he just says his misogyny and hatred for head coach Scott Frost. And he says the guy spends uh, more time trolling than uh, anyone. Um, you know, and some other rando things recently that have been bugging me in no particular order. Uh, at one of my job stops one day, and this fucking guy, and it was probably cold out, it was probably, you know, we've been having some really schizophrenic weather, well, it'll be 70 degrees one day, and then 40 the next, and like yesterday, there was snow in the morning, and then it was 65 by the afternoon, so gives you an idea of what kind of weather we're having here lately, but this guy walks up, and first of all, this guy's, he's, he's fucking something else, uh, he's got skinny jeans on, and I'm fat, so every pair of jeans I put on becomes skinny jeans, but, uh, his legs are very tapered to, uh, his ankles, and so he's kind of got a muffin top, and, you know, his legs are, look like pencils, definitely skipped leg day, but anyway, he's wearing these sliders, or these flip-flops, or whatever the fuck they're called, without socks, which is not a big deal, because he's a fucking, he's a grown-ass adult, right, and he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and, and I look next to him, there's two little boys walking next to him. Well, he's carrying one, I have to take that back. And there's, you know, one's probably like five, you know, he's walking. And the other one he's carrying is probably three, which is not a big deal. Number, But number one, these, these kids don't have coats on, you know, whatever. You know, they got shirts on at least. But 
neither one of the kids have fucking shoes on. And that the one five-year-old's walking on the fucking cold sidewalk without shoes. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I mean, I would never say nothing to him, but what the actual fuck? I mean, put some other fucking socks on your kid, then put some other fucking shoes over them socks. I mean, Jesus Christ. You're fucking taking your kid to the doctor's office because they're fucking sick? Well, I wonder fucking why. Probably don't wear a coat. Obviously, you do not wear fucking shoes. I mean, Jesus Christ. I don't like to give out parenting advice because I fucked up along the way here and there, but goddamn, my kids had fucking shoes on when it was cold. Let's go. Uh, another thing randomly that pissed me off lately, uh, everybody's favorite killer, Alec Baldwin. Uh, you know, he kills a fucking person, right? He's not going to jail. I don't even know if charges are being filed against him. And he ends up accusing the gal who he killed... He's accusing her family of being uh, money-hungry because they're suing him. I mean, what the fuck do you expect, fucking Hollywood Elise fucking cocksucker? I mean, you fucking killed somebody, accident or not, and of course they're going to go after you civilly. I mean, you fucking killed her. And then just to hear him fucking turn it around and blame her? Fuck you, Alec Baldwin, and fuck Hollywood. Uh, Other people that kind of uh, bother me... Uh, They're the people, uh, you know, you wait for them to go through an automatic door. Uh, But instead of going through the door and continuing on, they fucking stop right in in front of it. You know, right as the door opens, they fucking stop and and stops traffic. You know, the job that I do, I got to get in and out of these places, you know, sometimes as fast as possible. I always tell a story to my clients. Um, You know, they'll sometimes ask me if I can stay a little bit longer on each stop and, you know, if I, if I can give them a minute here, a minute there, I will. But ultimately, what happens is, I tell them it's kind of like, you know, if anybody's ever shot a gun, you know, or a rifle, and you're aiming, you know, down here, and your target is, you know, maybe 150 to 200 yards down, down the fucking road. You know, if you're off by a fraction of an inch here, you could be off by feet down there. It's like, it's like my job. If I give you a minute in the morning, by the time my day is over, I'm a fucking half hour to an hour behind. So when these people stand in the way, I mean, goddamn, get through the door. If you don't know where you're going, scoot over to the side. I mean, and then when you try to sneak by them and you bump into them on accident, they fucking, you know, they give you the death stare. It's, it's kind of like for people, too. Um, you know, you hold a door open for someone, and that's another pet peeve. I, I think I've talked about it before. They don't say thank you. They don't acknowledge you. They, they fucking don't even know you're there. It's like, what, is this a fucking automatic door with this fucking old motherfucker holding it for you? I don't fucking think so. I have people hold the door for me all the time, and I tell them I appreciate it very much. I tell them to have a good day. Fuck, it all goes to being uh, part of a collective. It all goes toward being part of the human race. Acknowledge people. Fucking, maybe some people go through their lives and they don't they don't feel appreciated. They don't feel noticed. They don't feel loved. Maybe some of these people... Maybe all it takes for some person to have a better day, maybe maybe all it would take to make someone's life is just fucking acknowledge them. Say thank you. Oh, hey, have a good day. Oh, man, how about that weather? Whatever it is. Could be two-second interaction. Fucking acknowledge them. And if you hold the door open for me, I'm always going to thank you. All I'm asking for is, is just a little recognition, a little human kindness. It will go a long way. 
Another thing that bothers me are people that will have conversations in the public on, on, you know, it's bad enough on a regular cell phone conversation with the fucking idiots that have it on speakerphone. So we're not only hearing them fucking be loud, right? You know, fucking cut into your fucking space. But then you got to hear the other motherfucker on the other end of the phone. It's like, God damn, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you talk on the phone, but I fucking sure as hell don't want to hear the other person talk to you on the phone as well. Common courtesy is not so common anymore, folks. And I just don't know what it is. I, I just think we're so removed from human kindness. We're so removed from caring about others before we care about our, ourselves. There's too much fucking me, me, me. There's not enough fucking we. And we we have to get back to that. We just have to. And and I'm sorry I'm, if, I, if I'm coming off a little bit harsh here, but... I fucking see it every day, and it wears on a person. So, you know, I, I try to spread kindness. Uh, might not sound like it tonight, but I try to spread love when I can and where I can. Um, another thing that's been driving me crazy lately is fucking dead squirrels. And what I mean by that is I fucking see dead squirrels all the time. And I know sometimes, you know, these motherfuckers will come off the curb, and, and they'll jump out in the street, and they'll stop like... It's like they're daring you to keep going, and I'll stop or I'll swerve. But even with you swerving, sometimes they'll fucking juke back over and get just fucking clipped. I mean, goddamn squirrels. I mean, I know you're you're probably not much more than rats, but goddamn, you're cute rats. And uh, I don't know. The older I get, the more you know, the more I care about all living things. Um, so it just it kills me when I see these squirrels dead on the road. I mean. <laughs> like I talked about keeping an eye out for each other as humans, um, I try to keep out for uh, for squirrels as well. Like the other day too, I'm fucking coming home from uh, gonna get my fat ass fat ass back on my mountain or my hybrid bicycle. So I had a tune up done, and I'm I'm driving back home, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this this blur, and something's running towards me, and I think it's maybe gonna stop. And I look over, and it's a fucking dog. Like, it broke off of its leash, and it is hauling ass, and it, it dawns on me, this this dog is not going to stop. So I, I slam on the brakes and fucking lock him up, and fortunately, I did not hit this dog. So, uh, you know, I guess the, the most we can do as drivers, whether it be for, for squirrels or dogs or people or cats or whatever, is uh, keep an eye out for them. It's like keep an eye out for, for each other. It's We're all part of the same world, right? Um, you know... And then, you know, I, I did reach out to my Twitter followers uh, or my listeners. And so when I, you know, recently asked to provide any recent rants, uh, <laughs> a Twitter follower uh, named Fitz uh, can be reached at corn underscore Huskers. He goes, where do I begin? And then he says, I quote, work with two guys and they dot, dot, dot. Well, I probably shouldn't. Oh, what the hell? So, and then he goes on to talk about at Drake before Degrassi and at Neb Hype Man, which would be Nebraska Hype Man, are, and he, I think he was going to say some disparaging things about them. Uh, so these guys uh, are all on a podcast together called The Church of the Corn. So I think uh, I think we got the uh, the meme war calmed down that we had, or the, or the GIF war, or however you say those. Uh, stay tuned on that, uh, though. Hopefully uh, they can make up uh, and they can make their podcast keep working uh Great bunch of fellas. Um, you know, also, before we go tonight, um, I'd like to give out a, a rest in peace to 
Taylor Hawkins, uh, who was the drummer of Foo Fighters. I believe he is also in the Queens of the Stone Age, two bands that I really like. Um, this one really hit hit home and hit hit me hard. A reason being is uh, I really liked his music. Um, anything, you know, with Foo Fighters, um, and that band is so good. Uh, and then that they led me to listen to the Queens of the Stone Age, also very talented musicians in both those bands. And also it hit me hard because Taylor was 50 and I'm 50 and just a sad deal. You know, they, I guess they came back and he had a lot of substances, uh, drugs in his system. I'm not, I'm not judging because I have uh, had my share of those experiences. Um, we all do things and sometimes we escape those things and sometimes we don't. And maybe, maybe one of these uh, episodes I'll talk about some of the dumb shit that I used to do. Again, not judging anybody. Um, we all we all battle our own demons. We all you know do what we do to get through the day. Uh, but rest in peace, Taylor. Um, you're a hell of a drummer, a hell of a musician, and you were gone uh, <clears throat> far too soon. That's for sure. You know, and, and you know, <clears throat> like to thank everybody for for putting up with my uh, my throat clearing and my you know I don't sound the best tonight. I know, but I had to get these out tonight. And, you know, as these rants uh, here tonight have proven, the world is really fucked up at times, you know, especially now. We're coming out of a fucking pandemic and, and maybe into World War Three. I don't fucking know. But, uh, you know, a lot of things out there, they can drag us down if we let them. But I'm here to tell you it's up to us to concentrate on what we can control, right? Um, the world is not all bad. I think I, I, you know, I spent a lot of time on Twitter, probably too much time, but I, I think I heard something somewhere along the lines where only 20% of Americans um, are on Twitter, and then only a small percentage of that are, are angry all the time. You know, I, I try to mute people and unfollow people if they get too political, and I try to, you know, carry on friendships. You know, they're online friendships, but I, I believe they're friendships. I try to carry them on with like-minded people. So, you know, what I would say is, you know, we have to realize the world is not all bad. Uh, stop watching the news. Um, stop playing into the division. And remember, um, we're in this together. I mean, you know, if you're having a bad day, reach out to somebody, let them know. You know, And I hope anybody out there, anybody that listens to this and, and you know, wants to reach out to me, if you're having a bad day, let me know. I mean, if I can, you know, give you a shoulder to lean on or even tell you a stupid joke or, or you know, take your mind off of what's bringing you down even for a second, then that, that, that'll be a good day. I mean, you know, we have to make the world what we want it to be. You know, focus on the good things like I do. You know, you know with that being said, um, <clears throat> one of the good things coming up, uh, will be the 22nd birthday of my youngest son, FB. So uh, we are going to celebrate with him, uh, I believe, Sunday they're coming down. Uh, so happy early birthday, FB. Um, it's hard to believe 22 years ago in the year uh, 2000 that you were born and to see how you have changed and to see uh, the man that you are and, and the man that you're becoming. I'm so proud to be your father. I fucking love you, dude. You're, you're so funny. You're, you're so smart. Uh, you're just a good person. And, and, you know, I couldn't ask for a better son. You know, both my sons are, are great people. And 
I thank uh, the Lord or whatever the higher power is for for the two sons that my wife and I were blessed with because not everybody not everybody has you know it easy not everybody has uh, you know to not everybody has great kids you know I'm sad to say but you know we're, we've been blessed we've been lucky and FB happy birthday I love you and also uh, happy birthday wishes going out to my grandbaby ZB uh, she turned two on St. Patrick's Day and I can't even put into words uh, to express what she has done to me as a person. Um, God damn, being a grandpa, it's the best thing I've, I've ever got to experience. Um, she is so smart. She's only two, but I'm telling you, she is smart. Uh, she'll talk your ear off. Uh, she is funny as shit. Um... You know, I talked about being blessed with two great sons, but I, I thank the higher power for blessing us with ZB. She's really made our life better and really helped me kind of put aside some of my anxiety. And, you know, I love her. And uh, happy birthday, ZB. Uh, Grandpa loves you so much. Uh, got me wrapped around all your little fingers. And uh, this time, um, I'd like to uh, say thank you. Uh, to all, like I said, all my uh, returning listeners, and to anybody new, um, I don't know if this is what uh, you expected to listen to tonight. They're not all about rants. Uh, they're not all about things that piss me off. Sometimes they're about the dumb shit that I do. Um, I just have to, to think of the stories, and that's why it takes me uh, a little bit of time sometimes. It's it's not always easy. I, I know some people that do podcasts, and they're part of a group group ensemble, you know, more than one person, and I think it'd be really fun to be a part of something like that, and I think it might be a little easier to come up with topics or bounce shit off one another. So, so bear with me. Um, if I could put one of these out every week, I sure would. But I'm not going to do it just to do it. I, I want to find something that that means something to me, and I want to to maybe find something that means something to you and something that that you're interested in. And you know, if if you you know want to reach out to me. Uh, to discuss anything, or even if you want a koozie or a sticker, uh, reach out to me uh, on Twitter at FTGuyPodcast. Uh, and, you know, even if you just want to talk or, you know, whatever, get something off your chest, you can direct message me. I, I don't care. Um, also, if you do like what I'm doing, um, share this podcast with your friends. Uh, let them know, like, hey, there's this, this guy that's just a normal dude talking about shit uh, you might be interested in. And, and again, if you're not interested in it, and if I'm not your cup of tea, uh, you can tell me that too. It's not going to hurt my feelings because, uh, as I said before, uh, my aim on this podcast is to let anybody say anything they want to. Uh, there is no right. Uh, there is no wrong. It's how you feel. So uh, until we meet again, my friends, uh, good night, and I love you all.
that guy. 